Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey. That was <laughs> supposed to be my robot voice. <laughs> is that is that your? Oh, okay. I thought that was your. Um, I'm just one of the guys. Like, hey, no. Where are we gonna go play some football, guys? <laughs> no, that was terrible. It was supposed to be my robot voice. Hey, Her. we just saw a movie. I guess. Yeah, I guess that works. <laughs> that, that's all right. Hey, this is Michelle. Why are you so quiet? I'm not. Yeah, you are. You You don't have headphones on. You can't tell. I can. I don't need headphones to hear you in real time. (laughs) I didn't think I was quiet. Hey, I'm Michelle. You're like, you can call me Flower if you want. Isn't this our ASMR podcast? This is not. I mean, isn't this our NPR podcast? NPR. Where we talk about things slow and quiet? No. Oh, okay. This is, hey, we just saw a movie. Oh, well, this is Michelle then. And this is Josh. And this is our podcast. And I'm not talking quietly. Me neither. Now you're not. Okay. Continue. What am I continuing with? <laughs> what do we watch? <laughs> tell the people. What do we, Tell the people what they've won? Yeah. Wait, that's not how we start. No? Yeah, we usually say, and we just watched... Blah, oh, blah, blah, blah. what we just watched in this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just watched Le Cop de Robo. I don't know. What? I don't think that's what we watched. <laughs> I'm sure that's what... It, I wonder what it's called in French. Is it called oh, yeah. Robocop? Or is it called like um, Metal Cop Fights Bad Man? Like... Uh, right, when we were... We saw what those... Was it? It was um, date night. Was no, very no, no, bad the hangover, date or something. No, the hangover was very bad trip. Yeah, That's but then called. there was like date night, and it was called like very bad night or something. Yeah, very everything's bad. very bad in France. <laughs> everything's everything's not awesome. Yeah, so we watched RoboCop. Uh, yeah. Are you actually looking up RoboCop? I, in I was French? looking it up, but yeah, I don't. Oh, 1987 French petite poster. Let's see what it says. Fifty percent ohm, fifty percent machine, one hundred percent flick. Robocop. Ohm? Is that man? Mm-hmm. Ohm? H O M M E. That's like man? Mm-hmm. Huh. Never heard like where does that even come from? Like no one uses any I guess ombre. I'm just saying like most other is French a romantic language? They all seem to kind of have the same kind of words, and French seems the most off from all the languages I've ever fake learned. I don't know. Interesting. (laughs) I wasn't prepared to deep dive dive into into French culture or linguistics. That's more um, Googling than I had planned to do. Le Google. I'm French today. Le Google. (laughs) Le Google. Um, I don't think so. I apologize, France. I don't apologize for anything. <laughs> Come and get me. Um, so, uh, what have you been up to, huh? Not work. Oh, I went back to work last week. You did? I had, because if Cause... you've listened, y'all know, I busted my arm flying off my one wheel. Kabam! Yeah. Uh, so, I had been recovering for six weeks. My doctor said, I'm giving you six weeks off work. So I said, okay. And uh, that ended. So I started back to work last week and it was pretty rough. Work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't think, I don't know, just sitting and your arm hurting, it really disrupts your like ability to strategize and get work done. So yeah, uh, it was a little rough, but I did it. I know when I stick needles in my eyes while I'm working, it's pretty painful. It's not, yeah, it's, it's like man, I thought this was gonna be really, really. This was gonna be really helpful and easy, but it's not. Yeah, were you doing like acupuncture in your eyeball? Yeah, is that I was what trying that was? to get like you know the the thing in the back. Yeah, the retina. Yeah, I'm trying to do retinal acupuncture. Should probably stop doing that. Yeah. I read it. I read it. <laughs> uh, I read it on Reddit. I said retinal oh, acupuncture. You and Reddit. Retinal action, action, action puncture. 
action puncture. That could be a thing. That's when you punch somebody in the eye. That's more action (laughs) puncture. Yeah. But that's pretty much been my my stuff. That's what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. There. And still watching um, the great bit. I can never say it right. The Great British Baking Show. That's hard for you to say. Great the, British Baking Show. See, you can't say it. <laughs> That's because I tried to say it fast. <laughs> try and just say it. And then my lip turned up too while I said it. Yeah, try and I say it. I was like, I'm Elvis. <laughs> I'm a horse, but I'm also Elvis. Great Brit. What is it? Great British Baking Show. Great British Baking Show. Great British Baking Show. See, now you're British trying. Baking show. Great British Baking Show. Great mm. British Baking mm. Show. Mm. Bake in mm. mm. show. Oh, mm. oh, oh. Mm. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I've, I have I bought kettlebells this weekend. You did? Yeah. I used them. And yesterday. you used them. Yeah. What did you think I was going to do? I'm just saying. This, this is America. People buy and this pay for a plenty of exercise equipment and memberships and don't use them. I use everything I have except for some of my gear. Um, I was using my row machine until I broke myself. Yeah. Whose fault is that? Now it, now it's in the corner. And as you said, not to throw clothes on it. Now that's what I do. Cause you what throw else? Clothes on it. <laughs> Take those clothes off. I got to use it. Um, yeah, I've been working still. We're doing secret stuff. I can't talk about. And, um, uh, what else? Getting ready for Thanksgiving. Getting all the stuff together because we're not going anywhere because of COVID. Josh is cooking whatnot. turkey, not a turkey. No, no a little bit of turkeys. turkey. There's only two of us, so we don't need a turkey. Yeah. So we we could get a small turkey, but I, I haven't. I've I never done a turkey. Think it would just make me sad, turkey? and I don't want to deal with turkey. Really? You wouldn't have to cook it though. Well, you wouldn't ask me for. Well, I can't help. So yeah. I guess you could have done it. I have no worth. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Um, So, yeah. So that's kind of, yeah, all I can remember. A lot of TV, some civilization. I've been meaning to play Mario All-Star still. I've been wanting to play it on the screen, but then, uh, yeah, I just don't. So that's what I've been up to. All right. So what we've been watching Goof Troop. Um, What are we watching? Oh, well, since you said Goof Troop, we watched a couple episodes of the new Animaniacs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Animaniacs. It was good. I was surprised how quickly that all came back to my head. Like that whole theme song. Right, yeah. Like how much of, how many episodes you actually watched. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. But yeah, everybody's gone so far except for Pinky and the Brain because I think um, Slappy or whatever her name is, the squirrel with the umbrella, she could have been in the show. She's not, she's kind of timeless. There's always a weird older lady. I don't even remember a squirrel with an umbrella. That's what we now call a Karen. She she was kind of a nosy Karen. So Hmm. yeah, I think that's her name. Uh, but she, yeah, she was just kind of... Well, we only watched a few episodes. Maybe they'll bring some more back. Maybe. But in the beginning, they only bring up Pinky and the Brain. Oh, like really? Like, they cut I... out... They, in the original, they did they did the good fe- feathers and all that was in the rhyme of the song. Oh. And then that's why it, it kind of, like, they do, it's time for Animaniacs. And then they just go, Pinky and the Brain. It says, no, 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 want to join the universe. Slappy waxer with a purse, something, something, something. Oh. So they went through all the characters, um, but then they jump with the whoever the first slot was. Yeah, they throw in Pinky and the Brain, which works about if that. you've never watched the cartoon. But if you're not, you're like, wait, that's not the words. The Sweet Home California, right? California, Alabama, <laughs> Sweet Home. That's like I mean, a, that was definitely not the words. Yeah, that's not the words. <laughs> I guess there are no words. That's more of the Chili Peppers did Sweet Home Alabama. But um, yeah, so we watched that. We watched um, Queen's Gambit, which everyone's watching. So, yeah. you know, we binged that on Sunday. Yep. Um, we watched season three of Killing Eve. So I saw that the Queen's Gambit, um, now they're saying that chest sales are up. Oh. Now they're saying, I think that was pretty obvious that that was going to happen. I know, but it's just funny because 
when people when a movie has like uh killer whales in it people are like hey where can i get a killer whale from? is this gonna be the same people who signed up for archery when yeah. hunger games came out well, those so, people are older now so but. the chest site's gonna sit next to their bow and arrow that would be a funny their sketch. pristine bow and arrow that never got yeah. used <laughs> that'd be a funny sketch someone who has like an old dalmatian a bow and arrow <laughs> a chest set um I don't know, whatever else. Roller skates, some roller yeah. skating movie. For some reason, I bought drums after seeing Whiplash. Right. You know, like all these things. But, you know, humans, we want... Yeah. Like when Michelle I mean, Obama wore some random outfit and then everybody wanted to go to Kohl's or wherever she got it from and buy the same outfit. Right, right. It's just who we are as people. It is. If you love Copycats. it, you do you. Non-original copycats. Learn to play chess. I... Here, it's very complicated. It looks very complicated, and I have never really had the desire to learn to play chess. Uh, I used to play chess and checkers with my grandfather, but... Checkers, I get. I've never understood chess, chess enough to know... Like, I didn't even know watching the show where I was like, oh, this is just like playing an instrument. You just go like, oh... Like I was telling you, like, oh, oh I can yeah. go pentatonic scale, mm-hmm. and then I could play, like, the chords, and then I can arpeggiate, and it's like, oh, these are all just patterns yeah and you chain the patterns together to try to win i just used to be like okay my rook can go here and then maybe i can get over here eventually but, <laughs> but on I top of how. that you have to visualize what the other person's gonna play like right. you have to be able to like put all that together which i'm sure i could oh, now you're... <laughs> i'm sure i could build a billion dollar I'm business sure from the i could up. figure this out but um it's yeah. like fencing. Just never really had the desire I to. It is. You've got to know like how to move, but then also how someone else might move. Or boxing. It's like any fighting sport. Anticipate. That's right. You got to anticipate the next move. La, 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 la. Next segment. <laughs> <laughs> so. Moving on. Let's, gonna, let's get into um, the cop. The robo. Cop. Cop. So, take it away. Me? Oh, yeah, yeah, the IMDb. Me, the IMDb. Right. All right, what's IMDb got for us? IMDb says, In a dystopic and crime-ridden Detroit, a terminally wounded cop returns to the force as a powerful cyborg haunted by submerged memories. Submerged? Mm -hmm. Sounds like water. It sounds like he was drowned. Brains have water. (laughs) <laughs> wait 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 to save it you should have been in the meeting for that for that writing of the, that sentence yeah the brains have water yeah. eh, i'll allow it sounds yeah, logical yeah. Uh, it, it's okay it's an okay um i mean synopsis. it's fine it's fine it's not like the one two episodes we did i'll allow it for this movie why I'm, I think I'm going to have some controversial thoughts about this Uh-oh. movie. Uh-oh. <laughs> Controversy. <laughs> so it's, let's let's get started then. Let's know your controversial thoughts. Well, okay. So this <laughs> this is a movie from your boyhood. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. You were, or I should say we were six when this came out. Yeah, when it came out. I don't remember. You didn't see I it probably, as a six-year-old though, I right? Saw it, uh, yeah, I think we saw it on um, VHS. Okay, how old were you? I guess probably seven, probably as soon oh, as it came out. Oh, we still little. Okay. Yeah, we watched. We watched all the movies. <laughs> we watched Hellraiser. Movie. We watched Nightmare <laughs> okay. on Elm Street. All right, all right. I remember I wouldn't sleep because I watched Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, like, yeah, yeah, that's gonna keep you up gonna for me. sure. Okay, Can't go so, to sleep with the cloud will eat me. Okay, so you love the? Did you love this movie as a kid? As a yeah, kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did it hold it's up? Funny. Did it hold no, up? Yeah, it's it's still funny, like. I think if you take a, if you don't overthink it, it's still like a funny movie. And I think that's the intent. I don't think the intent, the, it has like this kind of sci-fi Philip K. Dick intent, but it's more of like a silly. I feel like the intent was not silly. I feel like this was an earnest movie. Like this was, I didn't get that this was like on purpose. Silly. No, I'm saying, well, it's silly in some ways and then tries in other ways. And then also it's an 80s movie. But I don't yeah. think, I don't think they were like, I'm a thespian and everything I say is, you know, there were, it's just, like, you've got, 
you've got a guy who's laughing like Ron Funches mm-hmm. through half the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have all these different like silly things, and so it's oh like, yeah, it had it had its purposely those, comedic moments. Yeah, those yeah, are, okay. They weren't. That's what I'm saying. They weren't taking the movie so seriously. Like, right, we're gonna talk to you about the police. But it state. wasn't meant to be cheesy. No, but right, it's an right. 80s movie. Yeah, yeah. There's no the way around movie. it. There's no way around the cheese. It is what it is. There's very few 80s movies that aren't cheesy. And they're probably yeah. because they're made to be cheesy. <laughs> like Ghostbusters doesn't isn't cheesy because it's just silly and stupid. Right. That's on purpose. That's the only way it gets away with not being 80s right. cheesy. Right. But what other controversies do you have? Well, the only controversy is that according to um, Rotten Tomatoes... People really love this movie. Oh, really? What is it? 90% tomatoes. Wow. 84% audience. Wow. And that has 226,000 ratings. But what age group are those people in? I have no idea. And when did they see the movie? I have no idea. I think the movie's but still good. Rotten Tomatoes it's not 90% though. Was not around in the 80s. So, you know, this has to be Yeah, it's a nostalgic this lens. This is people watching it, it back. I, it would be better it would be better to ask millennials or whatever generation, I don't know what generation we are or other people are because the news keeps changing it, but it would be interesting to ask 20-year-olds to watch this movie and then only rate and it. And then rate it. Yeah. So, I wish I had seen this in the 80s or 90s or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. cuz then I could have that well, nostalgia. I guess you could have seen it at any point. But Yeah. Well, I, you know, when it came out, when right. I was younger. Um, because then I could have the nostalgia for it, but it was okay. Yeah, it's, it's I fine. wouldn't I'm... give it anywhere near the Rotten Tomato ratings it's got. I, I would, I would give it like fifties. Really? Maybe, yeah. But, but it's because I do love action movies. Uh huh. And this felt like it wanted to be an action movie but mm-hmm. it wasn't mm. really so it was like a movie with some action thrown in but it felt like it was supposed to be bigger but i'm also basing it on all the action movies i've seen like in my more recent in your in my- <laughs> 2010s to 20s yeah so it's hard to watch an 80s movie and not judge it on what you know right. can be. But also just based on like, because I started thinking, I was like, all right, don't just hate this movie. I was trying to just, you know, watch it. What is it? Not subjectively. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Um, but there was no, and I feel like this is kind of typical for 80s movies anyway. There's no like real character development. It just jumps into things. Oh, yeah. There's, so there in was the 80s, like, you don't develop. Right. You just blow things up. And you just, the actors just say words and then they're like, okay, next scene. And then right. like, this thing well, happens. You just got to make the movie, the right. story move. Right. So it's like, okay. And then next scene. And then next scene. And so anyway, it just, I didn't really care about like who this guy was. Right. Like, mm. you know, some of it was fine yeah but um overall yeah i wish i had seen it before so then it would have like the bigger like um nostalgia meaning for me yeah but that's interesting yeah i think the so when i was a kid you know it was really violent which was cool um the guy gets run over after uh falling in the or driving into nuclear waste yeah, and his head flies and off blast blast <laughs> into a bunch of diarrhea bits yeah and um and uh the ed 209 thing you know all those little things were funny to me they were mm-hmm. just funny they're still funny um but you know i think you're right like as an adult when you watch it it seems like they were tackling multiple things and they didn't know which thing they want to think mm-hmm. so like I have a bunch of stuff about like the police state and the state of media and the state of um, the decline of cities over the last 50 years. Like they were tackling all these different ideas yeah. as, as well as a um, man versus machine personally and as a city and whatever. Um, corporate greed, like all these things that plagued a lot of big cities and pretty much still do in some sort of way yeah uh and so i think 
that's the part the problem with it when you look at it as an adult or looking at it now older we're like they were trying to do a lot and they didn't do too much on any of those right i think the best thing that they did really was um foreshadow a lot of things and then also i think highlight things that i maybe didn't even notice as a kid how you know um was the saying like some things never change or whatever the term is how like some of these things have always been happening like the whole i'll buy that for a dollar and um the uh was it the six thousand sux you know it's like (laughs) yeah this car that you need to have that's gonna make you a man or make you a housewife or whatever and it's literally just six thousand sucks um one of my favorite details from the movie. Yeah. 6,000 sucks. It's funny. I didn't even think about it until you said, like, you said, it says you know, 6,000 sucks. And I was like, what are you talking about? I it's thought S-U-X. The cop, and I, then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought the cop was making fun of the guy because he's he was, okay, so that scene too was funny because, so it was a disgruntled former employee had gone back in, had gone in and, um, like, taken the mayor hostage, oh, yeah. It was right? Ron Miller. He was one of the council members. Okay, so he went in, he was mad, he took the mayor hostage. The mayor. And a couple other people. Um, and so the guy the guy says, uh, the cop says, um, uh, terrorism is a very tricky business. <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear that part. <laughs> so then, you know, he's, he's, he's yelling at him through the window, whatever, and the guy's like, give me a car, give me a blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, I'll get you the 6,000 SUX. He's like, yeah, and I, I totally thought the cop was making that up just to make fun <laughs> of the guy. I thought, and then later it was an actual car, and I was like, oh, that's pretty clever. I like that detail. So how did he? What happened to him? Oh yeah, Ro, that was after RoboCop. RoboCop become Robo-Cop. threw him out the window. <clears throat> um, yeah. So the I think that was the interesting thing of like how many things they kind of got right about. You know, militarization in police departments was already happening, but just yeah. at the level it's at now, um, you know, incorporating machines into um, policing and the, um, the he whole. called it the urban pacification. Oh, <laughs> that's what he called it. Uh, I think the other thing that I didn't realize when I was a kid was that this was a whole plot that is a a normal plot and i think in reality is a normal plot is um and you know we don't usually talk too political on this podcast but it's what i have felt has happened the last four years where you have you have somewhere that you want to demonize so that you could take it over or you can sway voters to your side and you don't provide funding or help to them so it's like detroit was literally dying and they didn't want to play pay the police department and then they hired a private company to come and start a, um revitalizing the police department by then sending robots in instead of people so you right. were then going to create even more economic depression by laying off all these police officers eventually right. and then just have a bunch of robots who we come to find out have never been tested. <laughs> right. <laughs> they see. give you 20 seconds until they right. shoot you. Yeah. Drop your weapon. No. You have 20 seconds to comply. So it's like you, you end up in these situations where, yeah, Detroit sucks and, you know, we need to do something about it. How did that happen? I don't know. And then you roll in with your goons and you make a bunch of money and then, you know, profit from it building Delta City or whatever it's right. called. New Delta, yeah, Delta City. Delta City. So it's just kind of funny how, like, yeah, every some things change and nothing stays. I don't know that saying. Mm. Um, the more things change, the more they stay. The yeah, same. yeah, yeah. They just escalate a little bit. So I, I thought yeah. that was that was interesting about the movie. But yeah, it was trying to be like a psychological film about a man coming to grips and finding himself. It was like Memento. Well, (laughs) the guy who wrote it was sort of inspired by Blade Runner. Okay. The poster, specifically. What? (laughs) He saw a poster for Blade Runner. You know what really inspired me? Like what? Like (laughs) Shakespeare. You're like, oh, wow. Like the picture of Shakespeare. Yeah. 
He ended the, up teaming the, up with another guy who with had the basically the same story. He had thought of it too, and so they teamed up. And did they do the classic like, "What if we turned a guy into a half robot cop? We'd call him RoboCop." Holy crap! We're saying right. the same thing at the same time. <laughs> Are we duplicates of each other? Let's write Time Cop next. Have you seen Time Cop? I don't. I, is that the one where what's his face does the splits on the kitchen counter? He does the splits in so many movies. But that's the movie really, with this. I'm not like a fan saying, of that guy. That's like so saying, is that, I don't the, know. is that the time when Hulk Hogan said brother? Like, I don't know. It's just it Time Cop. Is there three boobs in Time Cop? That's um, no. Total Recall. Oh, okay. I don't, is it a feature movie though? Like, is it? Yeah, it's a feature movie. Okay. I think I just it's, mash it's all those movies together. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he has a stopwatch, like timing people. Oh. He's going well, through time I, as a cop. Okay. The 80s and the 90s didn't really think through titles like in like Face Off. Mm. It's just, hey. It is what it there's is. There's a face coming off. Con Air. There was a <laughs> con a person in the air. It wasn't this <laughs> internal sunshine of the spotless mind. Like, no one knows what that is. Moonrise Kingdom. What does that mean? 80s and 90s, straight to the point. Moonrise Kingdom was not in the 90s. I, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that, okay. That means nothing to oh, me. Oh, okay. What does I get Moonrise it. Kingdom mean? But it just sounded like two words. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic Mr. I Fox at least gives you something. Something 80s, 90s. So. Hmm. Yeah. Well, can I tell you? Um, tell me nothing. Can I tell you about some things that I read about this film? Tell me them. That I discovered. I want to learn to there. Okay. Um, The director for the movie? I, I don't, no, but I, I don't really know how to say his name. He's Dutch. Um, he's from the Netherlands. Um, he's anyway, Dutching. he originally saw the script, first glance, thought it was disgusting, threw it, threw it in the trash, literally threw it in the trash. And his wife took it out of the trash and, then and convinced him to make the movie on it. Yeah, she used it to wrap up the fish. <laughs> no, she convinced him to make it. Why? I don't Does know. It say? She thought it had more substance than he thought it did. As Mr. Jung says, listen to your wife. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't know who that guy is. That's right. But that's his motto. Listen to your wife. Yeah. Okay. So also. Also. The Dick Jones character. Which one was that? You know I'm not good with names. The um the guy in the gray suit. The 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 um the, the older VP? Yeah. Okay. The guy who ended up being shot at the very end, out the window. Um, he was based on the writer's landlord while he was writing the movie where he was living. His landlord was also named Dick Jones and wore wow, gray suits. That would be and was a drunk, lawsuit nowadays. Right? Yeah. So this thing included that his landlord had the same name and wore gray suits and was drunk all the time. But the guy in the movie was not drunk all the time. No, because that would have kind of diminished his character. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't have fit his character right. at all. But he did wear gray suits. And I assume the landlord was a jerk. I don't know. Did he Did he, um, Did he? he take a dump and then not wash his hands and then put his hands in another Rub guy's hair? Rub his hands through another guy's hair? His hair? Yeah. What was that? Uh, yeah, that was an interesting scene. That was an odd I scene. I think that was a weird power move, but also like a, home, a slightly homoerotic power move. He just got really close in the oh, way yeah. that... And Yo, then I yelled, kiss him! Of, yeah, when you grab <laughs> the back of someone's hair... Like that's you're going intimate. In. Yeah. That's not like... That's not a, an angry power move. I mean, I guess it could be, but that's an intimate, like, angry power move. So to put it in perspective, for in some other people might be listening to this and haven't watched the movie... So there's a weaselly dude that gets the RoboCop program started while this old guy's trying to get the Ed 209 program started. And Ed 209 ends up uh, killing a guy in a demonstration. For some reason, they loaded Ed 209 with actual bullets. Um, and so that's where the, you, you drop your weapon, you have 20 seconds to comply comes from. Uh, you may have heard someone say that and you didn't know what it was. It was from RoboCop. And so the guy puts what, down do the gun. Do people just walk around saying you have 20 seconds no, to comply like, and everyday vernacular? You may, if you liked RoboCop. <laughs> is this a movie? Like for example, is this a phrase? For, for example, if sometimes you take a while to get ready to leave, I could say that phrase. I'm just saying, was that a memorable line that people quoted yeah. in the 80s? Yeah. I heard people, at least really? me and my friends said okay. it. I know people that have said okay. it. I still quote this movie. Yeah, but I've never heard you say you have 20 seconds to comply. You sure? Yeah. Interesting. I'm sure. 
I'm, I think I've said I'm it. I'm sure. <laughs> I've, I've said it. I know I've said carry, it in the last 30 years. Carry on. Uh, so, <clears throat> so, finishing my dissertation. The, uh, the Weasley guy is talking smack about the older guy. Which in a, in a bathroom. In a bathroom. Which guys just... Eh, Don't that's ever the talk. worst it's place. Movie, because yeah. they're always in the they're stall. Like, <laughs> Debbie's such a slut. She's so dumb. And then... Out pops Debbie. And Debbie's, what'd you say to me? And, then, and they bam, never bam, wash their bam. hands. Nobody washes Which their hands. Which is where your story... No, what you do is... In movies, what you do is you, you kind of run your hands under two, three times. And then you flick the water. And then you flick the water. <laughs> and then you say something clever. You grab one... One paper one towel. One paper towel. And then, you know, <laughs> throw kind of it do on the, the thing. And then you throw it on the floor or throw it like over your shoulder. And you say... That's why none of you guys go into the prom. Right. You walk out. And then people are like, I have pink eye. How did that happen? (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So the dude's obviously taking a a dump, which is the whole scene was interesting. He's a shy peer. He could could be, yeah. I I think his feet were pointed, though, that he was sitting down. It seemed like. Well, I think the uh, the scene was weird enough that he was taking a dump because I think that's the weird thing. This dude's talking bad about you. In general, in business, especially as, as those guys were functioning. It would be kind of uh, not. I don't know a better word. Submissive for him to come out of the toilet and not be embarrassed that he had took a dump. You know, like for some reason dumps are like embarrassing things. So I think he would have just. They smell. Well, yeah, your shame. <laughs> no one wants to smell your shame. Yeah. So you know him coming out and just being like, "What did you say?" And literally every there was like fifteen people in there. They all cleared out because they knew that dude was taking a dump, and so. He stepped to him and was like, I forgot what he even said, but he pretty much told them he's on thin ice and yeah, he, he doesn't know what he's, who he's messing with. Right. And because he was like, the younger dude was like, oh, he's old and he's, he's you know, he's on but his way out. But he got right up in his face. Right. Didn't wash his hands first. Yeah. Got right up in his face. So he got, he got, he got some of the chocolate in the dude's then hair probably. Ran his fingers through the side of his hair. Oh yeah, he did run and it grab and then grab the, the back. The little hairs cuz he does he not have, have long, long hair. hair. I was just thinking what if he got the, what if what if he was wiping got the poke through and then grabbed the hair. I mean, we don't know what happened in that stall. He could have not even wiped. Oof. Well, yeah. He could have had his own personal This bidet. whole scene, it could have just didn't didn't really need to happen. It was I I thought it was I thought it was it, it showed what kind of crazy person he was. Yeah. But so, yeah, the, I forgot why I was saying that to preface why I was bringing that up. We were talking about something. You were just setting up the scene yeah, so was, people understood yeah, what was going on. Yeah, because we were kind of talking about the scene. Yeah. Um, so, so um, more things that I, le- that I learned about this movie. What was that? Uh, Peter Weller was mm-hmm. not first choice. They never are. No. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That would have been horrible. And then a couple other guys have no idea who they are. Rutger Hauer. And Michael he, Ironside. He, he has a name that sounds like he would be an action guy. Rutger Hauer would have been great for him because Rutger Hauer was in Blade Runner. Uh, so the writer would have been like, oh my gosh. Right. Um, Arnold was is was too big. That is to why put, none of big, them were cast. He's big and then put him inside of the suit. Mm-hmm. And then the suit would just be... That's exactly why um, they were not cast. Because they were too big to be inside a Robocop suit. They said, so, baby, baby Peter. Right. They cast um, Peter because um, he felt that he could adequately convey pathos with his lower face. So he was cast because he was small and could bottom half face act. Like, can you move, can you move your lips? He's like, yeah. yeah. And like, you have it. Yeah. That's what Just we were some, looking for. Some cherry chapstick. Yeah. A and, lot uh, of cherry chapstick. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> And, His daughter uh, must have been like, "Dad, more cherry chapstick." Yeah, yeah. So that's that's how. Uh, that's why he got cast. If if they were to reboot this movie for a third time, and they tried to do it like the that one, he would have glossy lips. Yeah, because that's what's in now. He get fillers, glossy lips, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> glossy fillers. So uh, while we're talking about this suit, he said that he was losing three pounds a day. From oh, being yeah. in this suit Oof. in the Texas heat. That's right. Because yeah. they were in Dallas, Dallas, Texas. I forgot how the music to Dallas goes. 
Is that it? Never seen the show. <laughs> I just know about it because it was filmed not too far from where we lived. I think that's probably why I was slightly comfortable about moving to Dallas because I had seen the intro to Dallas, and so I kind of knew where I was going. <laughs> like, I knew oh, I wasn't okay. moving on the. I know I wasn't living on the farm South or whatever. Fork. But I was just like, oh, I've heard of that city. You, you know weren't moving like, to the ranch. Like if somebody told me, like, oh, we were we're moving to, uh, you know, Two Forks, Nebraska. I'm like, what is that? Right. Oh my goodness, we're all gonna die. <laughs> But I was like, Dallas, I've heard of that. Okay. Like, all right. New They're York big to enough Dallas. to have a TV show about yeah. them. <laughs> like so, this. all right. Hey, you know. Little did know you know you were moving to tiny Wiley outside of uh I knew it was Dallas. a small town, but I didn't know how small. Yeah. Um so yeah, let's talk about the Dallas part. Can we talk about that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have other things, but we'll come back to it. Um I just think it's interesting. Like I, I don't know if I, maybe I actually I might have watched this movie like a couple of years ago, but I don't think I was paying attention to all the, the Dallas. Yeah, things. you're pretty good at pointing out places. Like I, I was watching that. I knew it was Dallas. Like obvious, the obvious Dallas bits. Right. Um, but the you ball. were like, oh, I wonder if that's the Shell station on the blah blah blah. Well, street. you remember that? You remember that gas station, right? The closed down gas station. <sighs> Vaguely. Yeah. Vaguely. There was a tiny, there was a gas station in a big old lot um, on Abrams? No. Is that, what was that street? No, Ross. Ross. Ross and 75. Downtown Dallas. In downtown Dallas, where the Backdoor Comedy Club used to be. And I think, yeah, right across the street was where they filmed the the thing with the gasoline. Then the, the boarded up high school that's, I don't think, still is used... I guess was used in the film um, is where the, the police headquarters was. Right. And then I think by the 24 hour fitness, they did some scene. I can't remember, but um, yeah, it's kind of like, Oh, I know it is. And then when they were, when they, when he, what do you say? Do you think you can fly Jimmy or? Jimmy? Oh yeah. Yeah. He throws him out oh yeah. Can you fly Bobby? I think that was done. That was done on the South side of the, um, the Trinity River, mm. like going parallel to uh, I-35. That wasn't the scene that had Reunion Tower in the background? No, it was. Oh, but okay. Reunion Tower is like right oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So where Fuel City is, I think they were mm-hmm. on that side. Oh, okay. Where Fuel City is. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you're pretty good at this spatial yep. recognition, I guess. I don't know. I have, a, I have a Google map brain. Yeah, you do. I just can't I'm tell just you like, what the street I know, that's are. Dallas. I know I can tell you to get there. I just don't remember all the street. There's names Reunion like. Tower and the building next to it that looks like steps. And, and where Jim Rosnowski got or Jim Rinkowski, Rinkowski. Rinkowski got married. Yeah, and the uh, the the pointy building. The pointy building. Uh-huh. The triangle building. It's triangle at the top. It's kind of like a twisty triangle. That was in a lot of the scenes. Twisty triangle. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Uh, so yeah, 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 that, that was kind of cool to kind of see that. I was thinking. Obviously City Hall. Yeah, obviously City Hall with added, drawn, um, It's like what you probably watch in the British baking show where there's like this much cake and then they add like all this stuff on top of it. So I was watching this thinking, um, like it's so obviously looks like Dallas to us. Right. Um, and I guess if you know like about reunion tower or you know you, the dallas yeah, skyline if you just know reunion tower you're like what the heck is that yeah you're like this is obviously not detroit ball right but it made me think of like when because i was like why didn't they why did they show like so obvious landmarks but then i was thinking i wonder if this is how people feel that live in like vancouver or toronto or and la or here. Yeah, yeah, here. Like when you watch The Office, but a lot like of you're the times watching The Office pre- and it was literally like a mountain. <laughs> this is Pennsylvania. Right. Scranton, Pennsylvania. There's like a mountain and palm trees. And yeah. It's blue. But like seriously blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or kind of LA, but they're a little bit more careful. <laughs> or a metro bus drives by in yeah. Miami, Dade County for um, Los for, Angeles. For um, what's the guy? Dexter. Dexter. Yeah. But yeah, I guess so, yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute, that's that's my city. That's not whatever city they're trying to trick me into. Yeah. Yeah, but you're yeah. like, wait, that's a 
You just don't. You just don't. I said Tom Collins. What's the place with the gross donuts? Um, maple leaf coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Tim Hortons. (laughs) Yeah, Tim Hortons. There you go. Oh my goodness! People are like, you gotta go to Tim Hortons. I went there, and then we got those. Sorry, y'all. If you're a fan of Tim Hortons, we are not. That's all. Gross. Yeah, they were no good. I'm gonna ask Ginger about that. It could have just been a bad location. Nah, those are bad. We got it because I think we got donut holes. I got like a couple. Yeah, we went pretty basic. Like, how do you mess up donut holes? Yeah. In- inconceivable. So anyway, that was kind of cool. Seeing Texas. Not all of it was filmed in Dallas. The, um, the, and, like, uh, the trashy scenes were some, some the warehouse thingy or the mill yeah, or whatever. I've never seen that in Dallas. That was like in Pennsylvania or somewhere. That makes sense. Yeah. Rust Belt. Still wasn't in Detroit. But Even in the 80s, Rust Belt. Yeah. So. Dallas. Dallas. What's your next thing? The suit. Can we go back to the suit? Oh, back to the suit. Yeah, yeah. I just have one more thing about the suit. Okay. Is that um, they had a $1 million budget for the suit. It's pretty nice. Yeah. That's cool. Not a lot of people do that. They They'll spent like, like oh, we need to blah, blah, blah. 10 months on it. They only spent like. Three months shooting the movie, or like two months <laughs> shooting the movie. They spent like ten months making the suit. Originally, it was supposed to be like bright blue, but that didn't film well, so they made it gray. Which I guess is why it sort of has this bluish shimmer to it, like yeah. purpley blue shimmer. They had the sand off the blue. Yeah, but um, they made six of them. Three were like the nice ones, and then three were. Shot the up ones suits. he falls, he yeah. falls with. Right, the ones he just jacked all up. But it's funny because the designer said that it was meant to, <laughs> it was meant to look speedy. Look speedy. Robocop was anything but speedy. Robocop was hilarious because I, I was thinking, he's like to bad guys, he's like the good Jason. Like you know, yes. people always running from Jason. He's just kind of like walking. walking, and I'm like just punch him in the face right and he's like uh, right like when he goes his looking for me and then they shot him and he just kind of like i was like why did you give up your you made a distraction so you could get the drop on these guys and then you're like hey um funny line he was literally like a motel guy that is like hey i'm here um i, I got room five okay follow me and he just kind of like <laughs> sloughs yeah here's your key uh, yeah, ice is over there. Like he walks so slow. But the poor guy. So poor Peter. What's his face? Weller. Weller. Um, he even hired like a, this Juilliard, um, movement coach uh-huh. to help him like create movements Robot for RoboCop. Movement? Or did he think he was going to be more fluid? Or I think he thought, he, yeah, he was going to have more range of motion. So he wanted to have like a specific man machine. This makes a lot of sense. Movement. But then he gets in the suit and they're like, crap, man, I can't move. Hmm. So they had to come up with like new slow and purposeful movements is what they went for as they okay. were like, oh, this is going to make him look purposeful, I guess. This, this makes a lot of sense. But I'm guessing that's what the whole turning of the head and he was very like, right. had a very sharp I felt like movement. he was, he was um, like a pageant queen. Or yes. um, a bodybuilder. He was like, turn to the side. Yes. Like, smize. Smize. Yes. Fierce. Sasha right? Fierce. Like he was doing his runway and then he would yeah. get to the end and flip his head and then turn yeah. his body. <laughs> That'd yeah. be a nice... Can robot Has Robot Chicken done that? They should. Robo pose. Robo pose. With Billy Porter. Oh my goodness. Mm. That would be amazing. So, um, yeah, that's that on the suit. And then the music which I'm sure you have thoughts on the music. Um, but the, it was made with um, synthesizers and orchestral, right? Man versus machine. Exactly. That was the point. That's always the point. Yeah. Man versus wild. Okay, here's 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 my favorite thing, which I think we actually maybe watched the um, this version of the film because it was originally given an X rating Ooh. for all the violence. Uh-huh. Not for the boobs in the beginning. It was um it, you, you can't get an X rating for boobs. I know. But um it was too violent. And so they I guess went back eleven times, edited and went back eleven times, and then eventually 
After Eleven tries, they got down to an R rating. They literally just wore down the board. The board was like, yeah, fine, whatever. So I think, though, maybe we watched the original version because unless there was more... But they said that um, the one of the scenes that they had a problem with was when that guy gets shot up by the Ed 209. Mm-hmm. Is that what's called? Ed 209? Um, Those look normal to me. When that when Kenny got shot in the mm-hmm. office? Yeah. When Ed 209 shot him and he fell out the window or whatever, he fell on the city the thing, plans? Yeah. No, that looked, that, I remember that. Oh, okay. Well, they said that they just pared it down a little bit for the R-rated version. Yeah, that yeah they, I don't know to what degree. He didn't get shot up as much. I don't know to what degree. I don't know if we saw the R-rated version, but the X-rated version, he got shot for another 45 seconds. Right. But, you know, it's it's still like by 80 standards, it was pretty violent. I mean, that was I a lot. I saw it, I was like, oh, snap. Right. This Okay. Because there was blood just like. Yeah, that was like and the guns were gigantic, excessive. so but I was wondering, I was like, what is the bullet count on this movie? Hmm. They shot like that was it's kind of what you always think, oh, yeah, like because Robocop was spraying like five bullets every squeeze, yeah. But you know, like in, in movies where the good guy shoots the bad guy, but never like shoots them, they just shoot them once and then walk away and assume they're dead. Mm-hmm. But this is how the good guy should be shooting up the bad guys, is like you know, 52 shots and then you know he's done and he doesn't come pop back up and try to kill you again. Well, I think I think it's a sign of the times because in the 80s, it was the age of the machine gun oh. or the Uzi. So you had the you had the sprays. So everything was like, you know, the the six, eight, nine shots, the shaking right. shoulders. Right, and your body, blah. blah. All that. So that was the eight. Now, you know, we've worked to the point of precision. Like everybody likes the headshot. So as you know, you we saw I don't atomic. Like a headshot. I you're not everybody, <laughs> um, but you know it's like atomic blonde and all these things that they do the leg kick and then they come right. down. And they poof, poof, you right. Right. Um, John Wick, like everything's about precision. Right. And back then it was just like blow up everything. <laughs> right. Like, just shoot as many bullets as you right. can. Like you don't you don't you don't just shoot the guy. You shoot the guy until he falls through the window, and then when he falls through the window. You throw them over the balcony. Right. It's just like excessive 80s-ness. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of funny. But that was, that was you know, they had to curb that enough to get down to an R rating so they could actually release this thing. Yeah. It was very violent in, for, for the 80s. And when they shot up Robook, um, Murphy or whatever. Yeah. When, <laughs> they were just shooting the... But how is he so conscious? He... The, his... They blow off, literally blow off his hand, and they it's just blood spurting everywhere. I, uh, he definitely would have passed out if at least. Yeah. He had a vest on, so there could have been points. Obviously, right. after so many shots, the vest would have pretty much like gone into his chest. Right. But, after, you know, the first Didn't they actually shots, blow off his arm, too? They sh- Well, they shot his arm. No, they, they shot, shot his, his hand, hand off. But then, then they blew off his arm. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, he dude would have just bled out, I mean. But, yeah. whatever. It was... <laughs> It was just, uh, you know, at some point I was like, dang, they're like, <laughs> these guns have like unlimited bullets. Well, I know that, yeah, the 80s also didn't care about magazines either. <laughs> there was um, no reload. It was just yeah, shoot. It was just shoot. Uh, the documentary thing I watched on this movie, they talked about how, I think they had a very limited time to shoot that scene. And um, if you, you you probably could tell it, when I was nine, I couldn't tell, but it was uh animatronic puppet that they can, they switch to. That's why the camera s- swooped to the back. Oh yeah. 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 It, it, um, I was like, so, did his head just turn to paper mache? <laughs> I was like, what? Well, yeah, it was like this latex um, body thing, but yeah. it was like a whole body with like all the pumps to get all the blood, oh. the fake blood. So it's this really expensive, crazy prop that they didn't have enough time to shoot with. They wanted to do, better shots but they didn't but um so yeah i think the thing yeah like i said i think the things i really liked about it was like the police state idea how even today we're trying we're always fighting against privatizing everything that has to do with right like people's lives you know like jails are already privatized so if you were to privatize police forces or even in situations where you have um armed guards like armed security and different things like that kind of territory becomes kind of sticky um 
the I think I told you this earlier. The the funny thing I used to work for Tribal DDB back in the 2010s and um, for a short stint, and they got bought out by OmniCorp, OmniCore, I think it was. So when I started working there, I was like, wait, isn't this, isn't this the company from um, RoboCop? But they're called Omni Consumer Products. OCP. That's right. You down with OCP? Mm-mm. <laughs> no, you don't know me. But um, I thought that was, I thought, you know, it's it's kind of like same thing. Like we're always, people are always fighting with these companies that want to turn a profit. They started out making baked beans in 1845 and then they have defense contracts now. Right. Like they make machine guns and also pianos. And you're like, what in the world? Like what? So, yeah. um. The the funny thing to me about the whole, so Ed 209, that was always the funny thing. Like, you know, put down your weapon, you have 20 seconds to comply. But when Robocop fought Ed 209, I thought it was funny <gasps> that Robocop f- forced him to shoot himself. And then he goes, Aah! yeah. And then when he goes to try to walk down the stairs in the Asimo stance and then falls, he starts screaming like a child. He and did. And I was like, why did you give? It's like, why was I programmed to feel pain? Like, what, what was the point okay. of giving him emotions? That was my, possibly my favorite thing from this movie. Yeah. Because he he even did, okay, we've seen those videos on like YouTube of like puppies learning to go down the stairs. Right, yeah, yeah. And they'll put like one little paw out and like kind of, right. like they don't know if they can reach that next step. And why was this robot doing that? He was like, the scared puppy at the top, yeah. and I was like, oh, "Please, Asimo, please fall like Asimo." And then, sure enough, down he went. Well, I think the person who was animating that, the Ed Two Hundred Nine, most animators come from that world. But so. clearly, though, his feet were way too big for steps. I, yes, but I'm just saying, like, the reason that happens is the same reason you're saying, like, in cartoons and whatever. Like when we watch the Disney stuff, they the animators sitting there with a dog. And then they watch the dog do like stuff. Right. And then they animate that. So yeah. I think he did that as like a funny little thing. Like it's obviously a device to keep Robocop from being a further attacked, but it's also like, oh, I'm gonna animate this thing and then I'm gonna make it kind of silly because just like you said, it literally is a puppy. Right. It's all it had done is shot somebody a couple of times. <laughs> and then they uh leashed unleashed him on Robocop. So he was like, I've I've never encountered stairs. stairs. And then he just like falls on his back like a roach. Right. That was another little beautiful, silly little thing like the um, 6000 SUX. SUX. Turns out the Ed 209 SUX as well. Yeah. (laughs) Ed 209 SUX did. Yeah. But that was, I loved that so much, him falling down the stairs. It is kind of interesting, this um, story of... uh, like, well, this this movie was kind of interesting because the guy who owned Omnicorp wasn't dirty at all. Yeah, I really thought he was going to. I was we kept waiting for him to be the evil mastermind, right. and then he wasn't. It's like the 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 VP was, and the VP was also almost bested by this the Weasley dude. So his whole scam that he was running almost got bested by technically him not doing his job. Because all he had to do is make sure Ed 209 worked right. And if he would have done that, everything would have gone according to plan. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that shows you, like, he wasn't trying to put, you know, if it had a good purpose or whatever, but he wasn't trying to put out a good product because who's not going to test that thing to make sure it can get back up when it gets knocked over? Like, Remember he said that, which is also another thing that I know I'm conspiracy theorist here, but it's reality, is another thing with... um, corporate capital capitalism and government is he said i don't care if it works we had parts set up for the next 20 years oh yeah this was all about the contracts right so it's like the f-35 which Mm. has been in development for like 20 years now and it the the project is contracted i think throughout all 50 states or something like that so people are building things all over the United oh, right. States, which makes it impossible to ever kill. Because if you do, you will be the congressperson or the president right. that killed a bunch of jobs. But the 
actual product is crap and it's probably never going to go anywhere. So it's like, no, yeah, these are just all these deals, handshakes to get something else done. If you bring jobs to my state, blah, blah, blah. Right. Ed 209 was a crap product. Yeah. But all he cared about was saying like, oh, we created all these jobs. So literally it's like, hey, can you dig this ditch and then can you fill it? And then can you dig it back? Right. Can you fill it? Yes. So it's just for 20 years. Right. You know, I guess you can raise your kids and send them to college. That's, I guess it's, you end up getting screwed somehow, but you seem like you're not. So um, in an interview in 2013 with Edward Neumeier. No, that's the writer, right? Neumeier? Sure. So he said, um, oh, I just lost it. Well, while you're looking for it. <laughs> oh, found it. Okay. He said um, he reflected on how the film script is starting to play into reality. This was 2013. Yeah. He said, we are now living in the world that I was proposing in RoboCop, how big corporations will, quote unquote, take care of us and how they won't. Oh, yeah. They'll take care of us. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the crazy thing I was thinking about... Um, in the beginning, so like when I watch movies from my childhood, I try to obviously look at them from a different lens. And I was thinking, this movie made me think about like, oh, I should watch childhood movies like every decade and see like, oh, what yeah. things I noticed out of them I right. didn't notice before. So the thing I noticed in this movie is um, the police chief went up to um, Cecil or whatever and said, like, hey, co- get a collection for his family. You know what to do. Which means, which they say in the movie later on, so many cops have died that this is just a normal thing. Oh, yeah. He it's said, like a, give your donations to Cecil as usual. Right. It's like a, it's like a, it's like Sunday, like collection plate. Right. <laughs> just yeah. Like, yeah. We, we well, know. and did, I'm sure you didn't pick up on the strike as a kid. Did you like? Because that's what yeah, they said. Yeah, that was un, that was not important at all. They said the we lost. <laughs> we lost five officers last week. Right. So we're striking. Right. They're like, this is. We don't want to be cops here anymore. We're losing people. Right. Yeah. That that went right over my head because yeah. I was like, "Where's RoboCop?" Right. <laughs> I want to see RoboCop. Right. Where's the Where's robot? The explosions. I don't need to know why they're building him. Right. I yeah. thought it was funny because I know when uh, when. When that lady showed her, well, she didn't show her boobs, but she was getting dressed. You were like, ah. But it, I thought it was interesting because it was like, um, it was, it was, so looking at things, how I look, how things are now, like with race and gender and all that stuff. There's way more women in this film than I remembered. Oh, yeah. And there's way more like diverse cast. Oh, yeah. I was like, because his, his, um, his partner is a woman. It's pretty tough. She gets knocked down both times, but hey, you know, <laughs> she did punch a guy in the face a couple of times yeah. in the beginning. Um, there's a couple of women on the board. Uh, there was a few women scientists. Um, there was also, uh, a, I think, a black nurse when they were when he was going in and out of a thing. Mm. There's many different types of people, and so I was like, oh. And then I was thinking, either they've kind of gotten past like, uh, women getting dressed with men or, um, their budget was so bad that they were like, we can't have a women and men's (laughs) changing room. (laughs) It's just kind of like, Hey, you're going to see guys butts and you're going to see boobs and you're going to see women put on, um, bulletproof vest without a bra or a t-shirt. Right. That's the thing. Chafing. It made no sense is the thing. Yeah. It, that's what, when the scenes were like, don't make sense. Uh, yeah, she should have been like, putting on a, a she t-shirt. She would have had a bra on and a t-shirt and then your vest. Right. And then your shirt. Like, you get, I mean, it's how the dudes wear it, minus the bra. But, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, she should have been putting on a bra. Yes, that would have made sense. That would have made sense yeah, if she was actually getting dressed, right. but she wasn't. Yeah. She was putting. I thought you were just mad that there were boobs. No, I mean that's a kind of annoying, but it's but a locker room. Butts. I know, but it's a yeah. So whatever. But the 80s, really, the eighties wasn't progressive. They didn't. The they 80s, didn't have the guys turn around. Right. <laughs> that wasn't until um. What was that movie? 
Oh my gosh. So Dewey many. Cox? So yeah. many. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, that was just, that was, it was so stupid that she was putting a bulletproof vest straight on to her boobies. That's right. You got to put the, you got to put the, what's it? The, you can't the, run around. The butt butter or what is that stuff? Right, right, right. The butt. So it, yeah, I think it is. Um, butt paste. Butt paste. Butt paste. I mean, it's just, it's not practical. No. No. Not at all. I don't care if it's supposedly the future. (laughs) Yeah, in the future, we don't wear bras. Yeah, you you still need. The girl standing next to her had clothes on, like had looked properly (laughs) attired. But she was fully clothed. No, I think she had her vest on. Did she have a shirt under that? I think so. Maybe this chick's just dumb. Maybe I maybe, don't know. maybe she's Ed two hundred nine. <laughs> this is her first day. She's maybe like, maybe she didn't get the memo. She's like, but it's my first day. The girl next to her should have told her, like, hey, your, yeah, boob, hey. your, your boobs are really gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fall out the sides. <laughs> you get shot in the ah, my right. boob. Yeah, Why? like it's gonna you didn't be. Wear a bra. We're we're not gonna have time for you to change later. So yeah. you know, <laughs> just, just get this right now. Anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> What else before we what retire? Else what else you got? Um. Oh, when when from what I remember as a kid, I thought he went home to his family. But I, like I was telling you, like he went to try to go home to his family, and his family was like, "Ah," which could be RoboCop too. I well, that's remember. how I responded when he took his helmet off. I was like, "Put that back on." You like, don't dude, like dude. his bald head with the the wires in the back. I don't mind the wires. It was the big giant. You're like, I head. think the wires are cute. His face is ugly. Right. Yeah, I, don't know. I think it was the, the top where, of his head and the way it cut the, off it where was the weird. The metal meets the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was kind of weird, but yeah. you know, you gotta. I don't know how they did that. Like in the in that world, how they. I also wouldn't have thought his eyes. See, I didn't think he still had eyes. I thought he was all like robot. So that's the weird thing. If you're gonna make somebody a robot, and also remember that they said, "Why did you keep his 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 hand hand?" Yeah, he said, I want him to be totally whatever he said. But he still had a face, he had a mouth, and they fed him baby food. And they gave him food. I'm like, if you're going to give somebody a nice robot body that costs, well, at least for the production of the movie, a million dollars. So let's say $5 million in their world, because it had to be really expensive to build the first ever. Right. Which is kind of weird. You put the first ever right on the street to be stolen and then stripped for parts, but whatever. So um, and he didn't have a partner or yeah, anything to there could like be Jawas out there. Yeah. Who knows? So, um, but you, you, uh, what was I saying? The, the first ever robot. Oh, because he didn't. He wasn't totally a robot. Oh, right, right, right. He still had so a digestive tract. Yeah, you spent all that money, and then you don't even fix the dude's digest- digestive tract. Does that like, mean he also poops and stuff? Like that's who. Does his suit know. have like a little pajama maybe back ca- flap? Maybe it catches it like in a tin can and then it opens and then plops the tin can. Maybe. It's like it's like the uh it's like the garbage trucks <laughs> yeah. that pick up the trash cans. It's just Swing in reverse. Them. Yeah. It's just like and then drops it out his his metal my shiny metal butt. <laughs> um uh, Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. The other thing I thought, why didn't they shoot him in the mouth? Right? That's what I was like. Like, like, Shoot him uh, in the face. Yeah, like Ghostbusters, like aim for the flat top. You're like aim for the mouth, and then everybody's just trying to shoot him in the mouth. Yeah, and then that's all you need. I mean, at the end, they figured out they needed more firepower to blow him up, so they but got they that right. Did wait? I mean, with his slow, fast walking away. Yeah, he outran those flames. <laughs> <laughs> he outran those out. He he was a, he's a he would kill with the mall walkers. Yeah, he would just be like, look at me. Dead or alive, I'm going to be first to the food court. And the loudest walker of them all. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that loud? Or was that just, yeah. No, oh, like no, no, all his footsteps. Until and I made the... Made the he was... Those were 909 kick drums. He was clumpy. Yeah. They were, like they were, they were literally 909 kick drums. Yeah. For feet. <laughs> for feet. 909 <laughs> kick drums for feet. Oh, what was the scene where we like, that was a good beat? I don't know when he was walking. No, no, no. There was something happening. Well, I don't remember. Something was glitching, or they were repeating the words over, and we were like, "You were like, hey, oh a- yeah, I can't remember what that was." Oh man. Um, I was gonna ask you to <laughs> make a song with it. No, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, not too much more. That's it. Robocop. Uh, watch it. We if did. You it. haven't watched it. 
you will find out that people are corrupt and and the future is female the future doesn't look that much different from the 1980s the future won't look much different oh here's another thing i don't believe in this kind of like world-changing future i think of judge dread um minority report like that kind of there's nice cars and there's nice billboards and anything that comes from a corporate sense nice cities not so much so it's funny because he said like blade runner was like an inspiration for how the movie looked and i'm like that didn't look like blade runner at all (laughs) but um it is funny how a lot of the times if it's the future you just put lights on it Like there was lights around the trash cans for no reason. And I was like, oh, that's the future trash can. But nothing about this movie made me think like this was future of any sort. Not the futuristic Ford Taurus police cars. Right. No. Yeah. That's why they were chosen because they looked futuristic at the time. Yeah. I'm like, man, so many Ford Tauruses and Ford Escorts. I was, was, they were the Hondas of the day, the Honda Civics, Mm. either the Escort or the Taurus. Everybody had one. Or two, depending. So, with that... We did it. We let you know that we watched the Robocop. Robocop. Check it out. Enjoy it. Um, Let us know what you think about the cop. Drop us a line on our Instagram at, hey, we just saw a movie. Do you still love it? Do you give it a 90%, 84%, whatever is it you're... That's what podcasts do to get their people involved. They ask them questions. Yeah. And that's Answer what us. Uh, you subscribe. have 20 seconds yeah. to comply. <laughs> so, yeah, look us up on Apple, Spotify, whatever. iTunes, Google, iTunes, wherever yeah. you podcast listen. Stitcher, Bumble, Tinder, Jaeger. I don't think we're on some of those. Um, I'm not on some of those. Schwarzenegger. I'm I'm on all those. I'm on all those, but it says happily married. I just I just want to meet on Zoom. I'm here to confuse you. <laughs> yeah. I'm a thirst trap. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you, Patreon, Patreoner, Ben Merritt. Is he still a Patreoner? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Just checking. I haven't checked. I mean, bit. yeah. He's he's uh private supporter our supporter that's a shout out do what you you can get a shout out do ben tell us if you want us to do a certain movie you own us yeah ben pick our next movie or a movie we're going to watch in the future yeah if you support us you can pick a movie for us yeah how about that a first ever i'm saying it here you support us you can pick a movie you pick a movie to a point to a point no pornos and or no, just really dumb movies. Or and no, um, what was the one you were saying? Something about no turkeys. Run. No, it wasn't chicken run. It was turkey. turkey. I was looking for a Thanksgiving no movie, crudes. and it was about we time traveling turkeys. Josh said no. You said no after looking at twenty six percent rotten tomatoes. Well, yeah, it looked Don't put bad. This all on me, but <laughs> yeah, just you. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. With that, that's it. I say. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. There we go. (laughs) Bye.